What is it about a woman being unapologetic about her dreams and her drive, operating in excellence and having high standards that people find so intimidating? Don't wilt, sis. Bloom with opulence anyway. Welcome to the Crowned Opulence Podcast with me, Cassandra Alexis, best-selling author and co-author of The Unchained Goddess. I'm a marketing strategist, coach, and consultant, and the CEO of Opulent Outcomes Coaching and Consulting. But you can call me your Chief Empowerment Officer, empowering you to silence your self-doubt, own your opulence, and market your value to enable you to create your own tables in life and business. In these conversations, we talk about the hard, messy, necessary, yet embarrassing things. You know, those things that we don't talk about as Black women because we think we are the only ones experiencing them or are too ashamed to share our truth while gaining the marketing savviness needed to grow and build our own empires. Think of it as Sunday brunch with your girls or business besties. And yes, the mimosas are included on each episode. I'll let you in on a secret. You aren't alone. We are our sister's keeper here in the Crowned Opulent Society. Sis, it's your time to be unapologetically opulent. And we're here for you. Let's get to it. Hey, ladies, it has been quite a minute since I have done a solo episode. So I am back. Hopefully bronchitis will let me be great. I have had a bit of a bounce with it for the past month or so. Thankfully, on most of the other episodes, I was able to mute myself so you did not hear me coughing. We'll see how this one goes. But let's get to this conversation. Or let's get to this topic. It is the most wonderful time of the year. My three favorite holidays are in the fourth quarter. My birthday, of course, Thanksgiving and Christmas. The lights, the smells, the amazing food, cooking, lavish drinks are flowing. Holiday parties are abound. The rush of Christmas shopping, the excitement of seeing the smile on the gift receiver's face, the treasured time making memories with your family and friends. Personally, this is really my favorite time of the year. It's also my favorite time professionally. It's when my travel would slow down. The rush of the year with promotions and meetings would also slow down. And the planning for the next year would ramp up. This is when I would get to sit back and see the results, good and bad, of the executions and all the hard work that myself and my team had done during the course of the year. This was also a bit of a confusing time. While you're still in the current year and planning for the next year, you kind of forget where you are a bit, but it was fun. It just adds a little bit of excitement to the mix. While this was part of my corporate life for more than a decade, The same type of planning and evaluation is needed, and if not even more so as a solopreneur or small business owner. The last few months of the year is no time to slack off and kick your feet up. I don't care how amazing your shoes are, but to finish the year strong, to set aside time for reflection and evaluation and planning, to set you up for an amazing year to come. 
It may sound like a lot, but the phases all play off one of another. And most importantly, like I said, you will set yourself up for more success in the coming year and enable you to build plans that align to your goals. You can see the end in sight. You may be tired and exhausted from the ebbs and flows of the year. During the course of these last few months of 2021 and every year, do take time to rest and enjoy the season. Celebrate your clients, celebrate your team, your vendors, and celebrate all of your wins yourself. You worked hard and have earned it. Use these celebrations and periods of rest to carry you across the finish line. Whatever you do, don't stop or take your eye off the prize. So what exactly does a fourth quarter review look like? There are many parts and things that you can do, and it's really up to your discretion. After all, you are the CEO of your business, so you decide what works for you and what fits and suits your business's needs. Starting with a budget review. Now listen, I am not a numbers girl, but I do like to count my money. So looking at how you are spending, tracking your expenses is important. And hopefully this is something that you have been doing during the course of the year. Taking time to assess, are you overspent or underspent? If you have exceeded your budget, you may really want to see if any of the remaining expenses that you have planned for the rest of the year are going to give you an ROI worth it to move forward with spending it. If not, consider moving it to next year. If you are underspent, which is the best place to be in, can you run another promotion, increase advertising to help meet your sales goal, or maybe even hold those funds to next year to start up your budget for 2022? Doing this review can make a big difference in your profitability. If you have already overspent those ads that you want to run during the next month and a half, unless it's a guarantee that you will get that ROI, don't spend the money, lady, okay? Now, I'm not telling you to close up shop and pack it away. That's not what we're doing here. But think of other ways that you can promote your business and offers for free or for less money, depending on your business. Take a look at your sales numbers. Is number two and review your sales. What were your sales goals for each quarter? Did you meet them or did you fall short on the number? Whether you did or did not meet your goal, you will want to determine what worked and did not work. One, so you know what to keep doing and two, so you know what to stop doing. I recommend reviewing both your unit sales and your sales dollars. This could provide you with some useful information on your pricing, the types of products, that met your clients and customers' needs, where you can make enhancements for the next year. Looking at both your unit sales and your dollar sales gives you an indication of overall what's working in your business. Now we know you cannot pay your bills off of unit sales. So the most important is your dollar sales. Don't get me wrong. But if you are selling a whole lot of something over here in units, maybe you have some wiggle room to raise your pricing. Next is a marketing review. This is similar to your sales review. You want to look at what your marketing goals were for each quarter. Review your metrics, your impressions, click-throughs, downloads, unique visitors, etc. If you run promotions, compare them to each other and individually. What worked? Where did you see increases? Where did you see low engagement? Where do you still have gaps that you want to close? In addition, as we grow and evolve, so do our businesses and the different aspects of them. 
Do you want to still serve the same people that you did in 2021 and 2022? Review what you have learned about your target audience over the year. Are they still a good fit? Is your offer still aligned to where you want to go? And does it still meet the needs of that target audience if you decide to go in a different direction? Is your pricing still aligned to the value that you provide, your offer, and your target audience? Listen, sis, if you have increased your skills, gained additional certifications, and learned more, which you have because you are now a year older in your business, if you have increased the quality of your materials, etc., that should be reflected in your pricing. Next, I recommend doing a SWOT analysis. Now, it's not as bad as it seems. It's really not. This is a great time to really sit down and assess your business's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. This gives you a full year of data on what worked for you and your opportunities to grow, what your competition was doing, and maybe even what they weren't. Taking a look at your industry and seeing where it's going. Use the information that you collected in your sales and marketing review to help inform you. Listen, we work smarter, not harder around here. These inputs will also make planning for 2022 easier. Check out my free swatted out guide in the show notes. This guide gives you questions to ask yourself along the way as you are doing your SWOT analysis. Next, take a look at your systems and do a review of them. This is similar to a vendor review, which we'll get to next. Next, I recommend doing a systems review. Now, you all know there is Calendly, Acuity, HoneyBook, Later. There are so many, you name it. There are systems for every aspect of our businesses. You know, all those $9.99 here, $15.97 there, $28.99 over here, et cetera, from the website fees, the CRM systems, you name it, they add up. And sometimes we take advantage of a hot deal because they had great marketing that made us think that we needed something that maybe we really didn't need and haven't been using. And those dollars and cents are adding up. Take a look. Do these systems meet your needs? Are you even using them? If you have not used them in 2021, unless you got it last week, you probably won't use it in 2022 unless you're making changes to your business. Assess if there are better solutions out there. Don't be afraid to change if it's not working, especially if it will save you money. After all, you are running a business. Next, do a vendor review. As with any relationship, personal or business, it's important to assess if it's working for you. If it's not, it's okay to end the relationship or restructure it in a manner that does. It's great when you have vendors that deliver what you expect them to. Just like you are reviewing your business, they are too. They may be changing their offering, raising their prices, and the like. This is a great time to determine who you want to move forward with and who you want to end the relationship with. A key to this is also knowing where you want to go in the next year and if their services will still meet your needs. If not, there really is no need to carry that relationship into 2022. Now, don't go burning any bridges just because you end the relationship. Who knows? You may need them in 2023 or even later in the year. Next, review and celebrate your accomplishments. This serves twofold, which is why it's not at the end. The first is you have worked hard and sometimes we overlook and minimize what we have done. 
Sometimes maybe we are so busy trying to get to the next thing that we don't take the time. I encourage you to make a list of all that you have done this year, all the things that you have learned, how you have grown. You may just surprise yourself in all that you have accomplished in your business this year. The second part of this is some of this information may be able to be used on your website. How have you helped your clients get bigger and better results? Did you win an award? Have you added titles to your name, speaking engagements, gotten relevant certifications like you just listed? These are things that you can include on your website. So when you do your website audit, make sure to update it with this information. That brings me to my next point. Audit your website. We get so busy and there's so much going on. Taking some time to assess, is your site still current? The focus is often on adding to the site new promotions, offerings, etc. Have you taken them down when they're no longer relevant? Is your contact information still up to date? Have you added new social media platforms? Have you put them on your website? Are there old pictures that should come down? Do you have conflicting messaging that speaks to different audiences, the one that you currently serve now? Have you gotten an incredible testimonial and review that you should add to your website? Put it up there. Now, I don't know about you, but I am really big on making sure that my house is organized before the new year starts. I refuse to go into the new year with dishes in the sink, sheets that have not been washed. Like everything has to be clean. I go into the new year with a clean like everything. No laundry can be in the basket. Everything has to be clean and new and ready for the new year. It just makes me personally feel good. However, this same approach, you can apply to your business. Get rid of old drafts, old files, things that you no longer need for the next year. Clean your office and your desk. File documents in the proper place. I recommend archiving your files under 2021. That way you can find them and go back to old pieces of creative, sales pages, ads, etc. pretty quickly if you need them in the future. Of course, do what works for you and figure out your own way and system of organizing. Lastly, and I'm going to tell you, it's not fun. I dread this part of the year. I do recommend that you start early, but prepare for tax season. It will come sooner than you know when the new year comes. Make sure first that you have an accountant and that you have made arrangements to meet with them or how you will get your documents to them and by when. Hopefully you have a tracking system. I use WAVE and that you have been categorizing your expenses along the way. If not, start now and start pulling any other documentation that you may need. It helps if you block some time off on your calendar to focus quarter at a time or month by month so it doesn't feel overwhelming. However, if you have not done any of this and it's now November, December, and you're scrambling, sis, listen, pour you a nice glass of wine, light you a candle, some incense, turn on your favorite music, block off time on your calendar, Make the experience as pleasant as possible and just barrel down and muscle through it. You'll thank me later when you're not scrambling to do this on April 15th when your taxes are due. That is all I have for some tips to help you plan for your fourth quarter review. I will see you next week. Also, stay tuned for an episode on 2022 planning. I'm so excited to share with you some thoughts that I have and how you can set up your next year for success. 
I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Crowned Opulence Podcast. Visit CassandraAlexis.com for more information. Let's keep the conversation going. Join the Opulent Outcomes Society Facebook group. Follow me at the Cassandra Alexis on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Loving the show? Leave a five-star rating and review. It helps the show and helps other women just like you get one step closer to the opulent outcomes they desire in life and business. Make sure you subscribe to the show for free so you don't miss an episode. Remember, you aren't everyone's glass of champagne and everyone isn't yours. Only a select few are privileged to enjoy you.